discussing the 19th, the Roscommon minor minor team of 1939, and we'll be discussing three matches: the the Connacht final, the All Ireland semi final, and the All Ireland final. So that'll be uh, uh, lots of memories from three great games, Ray. Absolutely, Ed, and um, three great games. It's a historic team to look at as well, um, because it was the first ever All Ireland final that Roscommon won, and it was um, historic in that um, Roscommon beat Mayo in the Connacht final in in August 1939 and then they beat Cork in the semi-final and Monaghan in the final and the, the final was played on the 27th of September 1939 um, World War II had broken out at, this, at that time and so it was a difficult time in Ireland and across Europe and the world and remarkably Roscommon came back from they were trailing Monaghan in the final uh, by 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 seven points with ten minutes to go and came back and won that game. So it was an incredible achievement by the Roscommon team. But uh, but the first game in was the uh, was the Connacht minor final, which was played on the first of August, nineteen thirty nine. And just for the listeners, just to give them an idea the quality of player Roscommon had, they had players like Liam Gilmartin, Larry Cummins, um, uh, Des Boyd, Billy Carlos. And these, all these players went on to win senior All-Irelands with Roscommon in the 1943 and 44. So like, this was the mm. first great win for Roscommon um, in, in any grade. And also it's sort of nice to remember because all of those players now, the whole team have gone to their eternal reward. And this would have been the 100th birthday of all of those players. Each of those players would have been born in and around 1921. So it'd be the, the centenary of their births. Um, and I think maybe it might be fitting just to start off by naming the team that played in the Connacht final Aiden, and then I'll, uh, before the semi-final I'll name that team and the final as well there was one or two changes for the semi-final but in the, in the Connacht final on the 1st of August 1939 there was a common team that started now Liam Gilmartin was down as goalkeeper but he didn't play in goals because the report said that he he, uh, he, he missed a, or had an opportunity for a score that was, that was saved so the team was Liam Gilmartin Gerald Kilduff John Connachton and Lawrence Cummins or Larry Cummins he was from Tarman uh, he played for Roscommon as well in 43 and 44 Michael Brune Patrick Donnelly and Joe Bambrick with the halfback line Seamus Lavin or Joel, James Lavin and Joe Tiernan with the midfield and then Michael Lynch Anthony Murray and Des Boyd with the half forward line and the full forward line was Charles O'Byrne Bill Carlos and Kevin Winston so that's just the team Aidan that started the Connacht final on the 1st of August 1939 and the game played in Castlery it was refereed by a man called M. Jennings from Sligo and it was part of a double header Roscommon also beat Mayo in the Connacht Junior final on the same day and on that team would have been Jimmy Murray and more of the senior team that played in 43-44 and that junior team went on to get to the All-Ireland final where they lost to Dublin they beat Limerick in the semi-final but we might talk about that on another another show if you like but, um, yeah. but as I thought it was fitting just to look back at this team because it would have been the centenary of the birth of all of those yeah. players I'd say at this stage in, in 2021 that's right, and I think um, Ray as well as that. When you when you look at the significance of this team, the fact that the the fact that they won, you know, the Connacht final, semi final, and the final at minor when they went through to senior, the fact that those players had the experience of winning a minor final, you know, gave them meant that they, you know, that 
getting getting to an All Ireland final didn't phase them because they knew what it took to get there. And I think that was kind of a key contributor to um, maybe you know there was common team winning the senior All Irelands later on. Absolutely. And then how often do you see it that senior teams that win All Irelands? There's a history there of having won a minor or an All Ireland under 21. And Roscommon of the 40s was a case in point. They won the All Ireland minor of 39. They won the All Ireland minor of 1941. And also they won the junior All Ireland in 1940. And they lost the junior All Ireland in 1939. So that team of 43 and 44 had a serious pedigree of getting to finals. But even the teams you see now, like Tyrone are in the All Ireland final, Mayo, they have won under 21 All Irelands and minor All Irelands in the last five, six years. I know Tyrone beat Roscommon in the semi final of the under 51 back in 2015 down in, in Sligo. So and Mayo have won under 21s, they've won minors as well. So Kerry, they won five minors in a row. Dublin are always win- there, thereabouts in the minor. Um, you see Tyrone in the final this year. So it's so important, isn't it, for a county that has, if you like, uh, ambitions of winning senior trophies to be producing players at minor and under, under 21 level. And that's the great thing about Roscommon this year. We've had a great minor team and a great under 20 team, Aidan. And that's, that can only all go yeah. well for the future. That's it. And I mean, that's, I mean, we, we've seen it kind of later on. I suppose the most recent uh, kind of thing like that would have been uh, the Roscommon, the Roscommon Miners that won in the, um, in the 2006 All-Ireland Final. And, uh, you know, a lot of those players came through to play for the Roscommon Seniors. But they, but they hadn't the look or the, they hadn't, uh, they weren't fortunate enough. Um, as fortunate as the team that back in 1939 that went on to win a senior All-Ireland medal as well but the the, the minor players uh, from 2006 that went on to play for seniors you know they, they really gave it everything I suppose you you could look at it, the likes of uh, Cahill Craig and players like that that, that really gave it their all um, for Roscommon at senior level so of yeah. course uh, like you just said there it's uh, you know when Roscommon minors go on to play get into the senior panel later on and you know that the the success that they can bring maybe if not a county if not at all Ireland level at least at least a conic level um, but it just goes to show you you know how unlucky they were that even though they, these were really great players and the minors from 2006 they just didn't they were just weren't fortunate enough like those back in 39 absolutely but in 39 the 43-44 team of Roscommon and 46-47 they, they had two All-Ireland minor winning teams they had an All-Ireland junior winning team whereas in 06 that was like a, an oasis in the desert if you like Aidan it was a one-off team yeah. you know there was no real uh, success for Roscommon before that like it was the last time Roscommon won a minor final before 06 in Connacht was it was 92 and then they didn't yeah. they won one in 11 and 12 so, that you were on. absolutely I was privileged to be on it an honour to be on it but it was 14 years is a long time for Roscommon to wait yeah. for a Connacht final and uh, but uh, the, the 40s team were a different sort of kettle of fish in that there was more successful teams to build around the 39 team 39 minor team yeah. than it was around the 06 team but you said it very well there the 06 team produced phenomenal players gave great service to Roscommon and we'll remember them for the like they were very competitive around 2010 won the Connacht Championship 11 we could have won that senior championship as well unlucky to lose to a new Mayo team who went on to be one of the great Mayo teams of all time but like you, you mentioned the players there in the Roscommon minor team of 06 like you had um, Peter Dominican was a great full back uh, Kevin Higgins Donny Shine um, O'Gara, David O'Gara from Roscommon Gales 
So like you had you had tremendous players that went on and gave great service uh, to Roscommon, and some of them may have not got to the senior county ranks, but Stephen Ormsby did as well, the left full back. So there's five or six of them that that went on to serve Roscommon brilliantly. And then you had other great players that served their clubs very well, like you know James McCaig, um, Connor Devaney was on the 06 team. Played for Roscommon and still playing for Roscommon, which is great to see. Um, you know, so there's been great, great players. Um, and the Keith Walden Aiden, like we've seen him playing for St. Aidan's recently, a phenomenal player yeah. as well. Had a great game in the in the All Ireland final of 2006 in the replay. Um, but uh, Mark Miley is a great servant for for St. Dominic still in the goals. And of course, who could you forget? Niall Carty. Niall Carty was tremendous in 06 for Roscommon, and he's still playing brilliant football for. Um, for Pierce's and served Roscommon greatly as well down through the years as a senior player. So, um, yeah, I, I, so we go through the scores, Aidan, in the 1939 minor final. Um, it was in Castlery. But just give you an idea, I've given you the team, the 39 team, the minor team. i just give you the Roscommon junior team that played the same day. And a lot of the names are easily rec- recognisable as well for Roscommon that went on to play senior. So the Roscommon junior team that beat Mayo 2 6 to 1 4 um, the same day in Castlery was W. Keegan in goals, B. Kelly, P. J. O'Callaghan, which is J. P. Doc O'Callaghan, who played on the senior team in 43-44, John F. Kelly, Harry Connor, Onzi Hoare, M. Kenny, P. Kenny, Donald Keenan, Jimmy Murray, Kevin Winston, uh, T. Conroy, Hugh Gibbons, G. Byrne, and G. McManus. So like on that 43-39 junior team, out of that you can take uh, J. P. Doc O'Callaghan, Harry Connor, Onzi Hoare, Donald Keenan, Jimmy Murray, Kevin Winston, Hugh Gibbons, all went on Aiden in 43 to play for Scammon, you know, in the senior, which is amazing as well. So you have that 39 junior team and you have 39 minor team and there's two components of, of, of a successful All-Ireland winning senior team in 1943. And of course, as we know as well, um, you know, we, we, we recently, in kind of recent years, we had... Uh, or a Scotland junior All Ireland winning team as well, and as we know, you know players like uh, Shane Corn went on to play for the Roscommon senior team after that as well, and that that was uh, that was a huge contributory factor to um, or a fee- feeder club or feeder team to the Roscommon senior team after that as well. Absolutely, Karen Mannion, Paul Noon from Roscommon Gales, they all went on to play a great senior uh, football for Roscommon um, in 2001. So that that junior final in 2000, the Roscommon one was a good was a great victory for Roscommon. I think Dominic Galuli from St. Joseph's was in that team as well. Um, my own clubmate Dermot Washington was a sub. Um, John Galuli from Peer, uh, Joseph's. Uh, so like there was there was a great uh, cohort of players that went on to play for Scotland seniors after that. Aiden. But any All Ireland, it's hard to win any All Ireland, no matter what grade you're at, junior, senior, minor, under twenty. And we see it here in Scotland. We know too well how difficult it is to win All, All Ireland. We've only won one in what 2006. That was the only one we won since 1978 in the mi- under 21. So it's very difficult to win them because. You see the Kerrys, Tyrone's, Mayo's, Galway's, uh, Cork, Dublin's teams with massive populations in. You know, Roscommon are competing yeah. with 50, 55, 60,000 people up against Mayo, 160, Galway, 300,000 people, I think, in the whole county, maybe. The Goods have it. Dublin, over a million. Cork, you know, half a million, maybe. Kerry, a couple of hundred thousand. So Donegal, even 160, 170,000 people. So Roscommon are competing against teams with, you know, Populations 
three, four, five times the population. And that's why it was great to see Roscommon and Offaly in that under-20 final this year because both counties are probably only populations of 60,000. Um, and uh, it's great to see counties like that punching above their weight and, 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 and getting their you know rightful place in, in, in finals. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult for the counties now, Aidan, under, under, with less than 100,000 of a population. Like we spoke before about Offaly in 1982, that's the last county with a population of less than 100,000 to win in All-Ireland. So it's, it's, um, it's not easy for the counties with smaller populations. It's just uh, the law of averages. The more people you have in the county, the better chance you have of having better players and better teams, be more competitive, more successful. And if you if you look at it statistically, that's what makes it. That's what makes the the teams like the Offaly in ninety in um, nineteen eighty two. That's what makes the, winning the All Ireland even more significant when you think that they were the last team with, as you just said, with uh, player with a county under under a certain amount of uh, population out of over, under a certain amount to win an All Ireland. That that's what makes their their All Ireland winning. You know, winning the All Ireland back in 1982 even more significant. Absolutely, and uh, it just showed. But at the end of the day, it, it's it's uh, it's still 15 against 15. You know, and and you know, you, you, like Roscommon in the late 70s had 15 players as good as anybody in Ireland, and you can still get 15 players um, in in a county of, of uh, 60,000 as good as 15 players in a county of 200,000. And Roscommon showed that beat Mayo regularly at underage and senior as well, and Galway. So it's it's all in the day. It's just over over the as the economist says in the long run Aidan in the long run yeah. the counties with bigger populations statistically will have more success because statistically and you know they will have more better players over that in the long run but at the same time 15 good players can crop up in any county at any time like Sligo in the noughties had a great team you know they have a small population but Sligo had a great team right through the noughties with Damon O'Hara Paul Durkin Paul Taylor you know Jerry McGowan had a phenomenal team Leitrim in the 90s had a great team you know they were beating Gaul and Mayo or Scammon all the time so it just goes to show you that 15 men um, c- can come together in smaller counties um, over the decades and can can get success so uh, it, we're not using it as, a, as an excuse either to sort of underachieve yeah. we're just saying that statistically over the long run teams with bigger populations have a better chance of being successful on a more consistent basis and it signs on it look at the provincial champions in, in Connacht it's Galway Mayo maybe with mid 40s 45 each Roscommon of 22 then Leitrim of 3 Sligo of 3 so uh, you know it's 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 it, it's nearly in in in, uh, in line with population, Do you know the big counties have more success, and that's the way it, it has gone. But at the same time, um, fifteen men can come together at any given time and beat another fifteen from a bigger county, and we've done that so often in Roscommon, and let's hope we'll continue to do it. But I, I'll move on now to the game, the Roscommon minor team in 1939. First of August 1939, it was in Castlereagh, and Roscommon beat Mayo by 110 to 13, and they went into the lead in the first minute with a, a Henry. Winston free put Roscommon ahead Roscommon started briskly and then Joe Bambrick he was from Coote Hall he scored a point after Mayo goalkeeper McLaughlin saved so Roscommon raced into a two point lead and then Joseph Tiernan was midfielder very prolific scorer he put Roscommon three ahead and then Charles O'Byrne in the forward line scored a fourth point for Roscommon so Roscommon were 4-0 ahead in the first 10 minutes 
And then Mayo opened their account with a Tom Langan point to make it four points to one. Now, Tom Langan was a very famous Mayo player. He was on their 50-51 team. So he, he won two All-Irelands in the 50s, Ed, in 1950-51. So Tom Langan was on that team in 39, as was Sean Flanagan. And Sean Flanagan was captain of Mayo, senior team in 50 and 51, that won the All-Irelands. He was Dermot, Dermot Flanagan's father. He was a TD as well. So Tom Langan and Sean Flanagan would have been the most well-known players of that Mayo team back in 1939. So that Tom Langan made it four points to one. And then MV Brown scored a second point for Mayo to make it 4-2. So Mayo were guilty of poor shooting. Uh, Joseph Tiernan uh, put Roscommon a further point ahead to make it five points to two. And then Bambrick made it six points to two. Um, so that was that was the score at that stage. And then Liam Gilmartin came forward and he, he hit the upright with the with a stinging shot. So Mayo had a let off. Uh, but Tiernan added another point to make it 7-2 in favour of Roscommon at half time, Aidan. So it was looking good for Roscommon at half time. Seven points, two up. And Mayo were wayward shooting. But immediately on the resumption, Mayo got a goal from MJ, MV Brown. He got a pass from Sean Flanagan and he scored a goal to make it seven points to 1-2. And then... Liam, uh, Joe Tiernan put Roscommon 8 points to 1-2 ahead and then Sean Walsh scored a free for Mayo to make it 8 points to 1-3 Bambrick got another point for Roscommon 9 points to 1-3 Winston got another point 10 points to 1-3 and then Charles O'Byrne who was playing in the half forward line in the full forward line rather he got a goal for Roscommon just before the end to leave it 1-10 uh, to Roscommon 1-3 to Mayo um, Seamus Lavin and Michael Lynch were ex- excellent at midfield for Roscommon uh, whilst um, Byrne Tiernan, Winston, uh, and Murray uh, were were excellent for us, and Win- uh, were excellent for us. Common uh, up front, uh, Connaughton and Cummins were good in defence, and Donnelly was a tower of strength. And again, for Mayo, Sean Flanagan and Tom Langan were probably their best players. Aiden. So that that was the scoring regime in that final, uh, Roscommon's Connacht final victory of 1939 in Castlery on the 1st of August 1939, with a beat Mayo by 110 to 13. And uh, look, looking at half time, you know the way a lot of key decisions have been, are usually made, maybe key switches or key substitutions. Was there any? Uh, was there any key substitutions or we say tactical decisions made at half time by either side for the second half? No, there wasn't any because I think in those days there was no um, substitutes allowed other than for a, an injury. If somebody was stretchered, had to be stretchered off or that, I think. But they, they couldn't introduce a sub unless there was an injury. Now, we see in the All-Ireland final that um, a man by the name of, I'd say, Roscommon Town man, L. Penny, came on for Winston in the final and Winston was injured. So I'd say Penny was a Roscommon Town man, Aidan, um, and he came yeah. on the final. So there was no substitutes allowed at all that time. You had to, the person had to be uh, injured off before they could be put uh, cha- uh, substituted. So um, Roscommon started with the same 15 as they, as they finished with, the no subs. But it, would you believe, Aidan, that was the first ever Roscommon uh, team to win a Connacht Minor Championship. They had been in yeah. two finals before that. Uh, in 1931, Mayo beat them by 2-10 to 3-2. And in 1930, the five, uh, 33 Mayo beat them 5-7 to 6 points so that was the first uh, of Roscommon's first ever uh, All-Ireland uh, or Connacht Championships beating Mayo by 1-10 to 1-3 in 1939 and then they beat Galway in 1941 by 2-6 to 6 points so Roscommon have only won 14 Connacht Minor Championships and that was the first one Aidan. and would you believe the first, Con- the first All-Ireland Minor Championship I think was in 1930- 1929 and you wouldn't believe who got to the final of that 
Longford played Clare, Clare in the Alarda minor final of 1929. Isn't that incredible? That is, and you, you know, you wouldn't, uh, you know, like, if you were to think of that nowadays, you know, you would have said that the, those two minor teams would never have got anywhere near an All-Ireland final, but it just goes to show you, I suppose, maybe back then, maybe things were, I suppose, more even um, back then as they were now, like, as in things were more open, I suppose, really, and, you, you know, it just... You know, it's it's just how how things went. Um, you know, going certain years back then, but now it's kind of more the tip. You know, the likes of the Dublins, the Galways, the Mayo's, the Kerry's, the yeah. Corks. You know, they're they're kind of the teams you, you you'd imagine. But uh, yeah. you know, but that made it more interesting back then, though, didn't it? Like, oh yeah. To see the likes yeah. of Clare and um, to see the likes of Clare and uh, that Longford. you know getting to Longford. the final and Longford. Yeah, five three to three five. Clare beat Longford in nineteen twenty nine in the Ireland minor final first ever all Ireland minor final so yeah, incredible that's it. So yeah. moving on to the all Ireland uh, the all Ireland semi-final and uh, another great win for Scammon and uh, this really you know when, when you get to an all Ireland semi-final and final you know these are the games that really define you and uh, I suppose really kind of lead the way for how you're going to get on and or whether you're going to get on and the contribution you can make to the senior team but also I suppose it's a uh, it also reflects on the level of fitness required back then as well. Absolutely, and we must give credit, Aidan, to uh, Dan O'Rourke, who became the manager of Roscommon around that time, and he um, he then um, sort of revolutionised football in Roscommon. He came from Leitrim, became a teacher in Tarman, just outside Castlery, and he was synonymous with all Roscommon's success, he, and he's the great-grandfather of Castlery Boxer for O'Rourke, so he... he um, he was a great man for Roscommon football, president of the GAA. He was a TD. There was very little that he didn't do in his lifetime. He was just an incredible ambassador for football. But Aidan, yeah, the semi-final was played on the 13th of August, 1939 in Crow Park. It was refereed by a man called P. Ratty from Mead. It was the precursor to the semi-final, which was Kerry against Mayo in the All-Ireland uh, semi-final. Now, Kerry went on to win the senior final in 1939 to beat Mead by two points. So, this game, Roscommon beat Cork, Aidan, by 10 points to 1-4. And yeah. the, the, the Roscommon team um, was was uh, changed. I'll give you the Roscommon team for this game. Sean Nocton was the goalkeeper. And then Larry Cummins, Bill Carlis and Des Boyd. So, Bill Carlis had moved from full forward back down to full back for the semi-final. T. Cox came in at half-back. Liam Gilmartin went to centre-back. And F. Murray was left half-back. And that could be Phelan Murray. I think it could be uh, Jimmy Murray's brother. Then Michael Lynch and Seamus Lavin stayed midfield. Charlie O'Byrne went to right half-forward. Joe Tiernan went from midfield to centre-forward. And E. McDermott came in at left half-forward. Joe Bambrick went from the half-back line to the right full-forward position. G. Kilduff went to full-forward. And H. Uh, Henry Watson, Winston uh, was left full forward. So there's a couple of changes in personnel, Aidan, and the team, but we just go through the scores, really. Um, Cork led by a point at half-time. Roscommon were deserving winners in the end, though. They qualified to play Monaghan in the final, and Monaghan had beaten Westmead in the other semi-final, and the final went on to be played on the 27th of September, 39. So it was the first ever semi-final for Roscommon. It wasn't a brilliant game, but it was keenly contested. Um, there was um, a lot of scoring chances wasted on both sides. Both defences were on top, and the Cork forwards were a little bit more disjointed than the Roscommon uh, team. Roscommon had more of the play, but Cork battled 
pluckily throughout. You know, you often hear the phrase a plucky effort, uh, where where yeah. the, the sort of underdog has a go, has a crack, um, and that's what you like to see your teams doing, being plucky, having courage. You know, so Roscommon had to defend hard in the last few minutes as Cork sought a goal. You know, in the closing stages, Cork came to life and were looking for a goal. They were three points down, and they were looking for a goal to sort of bring it to a replay, but it didn't happen. Roscommon held on, so. Joseph Tiernan had a big game for Roscommon at centre forward in, um, he, but he got good support from all around him. Um, Cork had, uh, um, had some quality, but they conceded a lot of frees. So the first score of the game, Joe Tiernan, I think from El Finn, he put Roscommon ahead by a point uh, to no score. And then O'Keefe got a goal for Cork immediately afterwards. So Cork led by a goal to a point. And then Cork had a, a Cork got a tier and got a free to make it two points to one one, and then he got another two frees. So he was a, he was an expert free taker to make it four points to one one. Uh, then there was some scrappy play on both sides and missed chances. Tiernan came up with another free to make it five points for Tiernan, five points for Scammon, five points to one one, and then Cronin scored a point for Cork to equalise to make it one two to five points. And then Eamon Young, he was a famous Cork administrator and man in the GA in Cork. He was playing for Cork that day. He scored a point from a free to make it one three to five points to Cork. So that was the scoreline in half time. Aiden, it was it was. Uh, Cork leading by 1-3 to 5 points just a point ahead so Roscommon well in the game at half time against Cork and uh, you know looking good for uh, um, you know it's a tough battle in the second half but but that's exactly what happened so straight after half time Henry Winston levelled for Roscommon to make it 6 points to 1-3 then Tiernan struck another free 7 points to 1-3 and then <clears throat> Roscommon backs were under a lot of pressure um, and O'Byrne um, put in some good work on the right wing. That's Charles O'Byrne. So, again, both teams missed chances. But then Casey equalised for Cork to make it seven points to Roscommon, 1-4 to Cork. And then Winston put Roscommon ahead again, eight points to 1-4. And then the Corks had a busy, Cork backs had a busy... Uh, period. Kilduff got a point to make it nine points to one four in favour of Scammon and Winston with another point, ten points to one four. And then uh, Cork were trailing by that, those, those three points and they continued to press at the end but they couldn't breach the Roscommon goal line and Roscommon uh, held out for a famous victory and ten points to one four, meaning that they had qualified for their first ever All-Ireland final in any grade. That was the minor final of 1939, having beaten Cork by ten points to one four. And I suppose really, in a lot of ways too, that minor team in 1939 kind of paved the way for future minor teams as well. Would that be fair to say? Absolutely, because in two years' time, 1941, Roscommon repeated the trick. They won the All-Ireland that year as well. They beat, um, I think, um, well, they beat Armagh in 1951. And in, 19, in 1941, I'm trying to think who they beat um, in 1941, they beat Loud 3-6 to 7 points. So um, it did, of course, yeah. And, and like, if you see success coming into a county, if a senior team, I think, goes well in a county, it's sort of it's like a, a rising tide lifts all boats. It gives younger players confidence to know that that your team has been successful. And I think having the team um, success, any team successful, gives encouragement to, to every other player and belief builds, instills belief in players all around the county. So particularly if your county senior team is going well, I think that's a massive, massive uh, encouragement, Aidan, for all, all players and, and people in, in a county. 
And when you look at it, like when you compare the way it is now compared to, I suppose, the way it was back then, I suppose back then there wasn't that much option around county or common for other sports. I suppose hurling and Gaelic were kind of the main sports, whereas now when we're scumming, you have rugby, you have athletics, you have soccer, you have, you know, you have a whole host of other sports uh, that you can get involved in now. So back then, I suppose, more so than now, Gaelic, Gaelic games, you know, Gaelic football and hurling were the main sports. So, but nowadays, you know, if um, I suppose this year, like like we said in last week's um, podcast, we're coming to you, memories. We we did commentary for the Roscommon for the Roscommon versus Sligo Connacht minor final this year, and uh, we went to the the All Ireland Under Twenty final in Crow Park. You know, these are little things when you when you see teams get you know getting to Connacht finals and getting to All Ireland finals. Young kids that are growing up, if they're when they're when it comes to them considering what sports they're going to play, when they see the likes of Roscommon teams winning, uh, be it at minor level under twenty or senior, whatever the grade is. You know that makes them want. That makes them say say to themselves, "Well, you know what? I think that's the path I want to go down." Because I suppose that that's what attracts players. If they see teams that are successful within the county, like it's in the Roscommon County Seniors or Minors or Under Twenty Ones or Under Sixteens, that's what that's what uh, can attract a player to take uh, you know kids to take up a sport or not take it up. Oh, exactly, Aidan. And that Roscommon Under Twenty team did an awful lot of good in terms of motivating and encouraging players and youngsters to try and go and emulate them. You see the likes of Adam McDermott there, Ben O'Carroll, Rory Fallon, uh, Connor Carroll, great players, you know, Thomas Crean there from Craig's, you know, all those players, uh, Will James Fitzpatrick, Charlie Carty, they'll all keep doing, they'll all encourage players in their own area to try and go on and emulate and, and we all had role models growing up in, in our own clubs and in county trying to emulate them and like I remember Paddy O'Shea the late great Paddy O'Shea talking about um, growing up in Kerry how important it was in his area to have someone to look up to and Roscommon have youngsters in Roscommon have great people to look up to now on the under 20 team on the minor team um, also on the senior team as well we've got great role models you know the Murtas the, Do- the, the Smiths all those players people want to emulate them and, and become you know forwards and, and backs and defenders whatever midfielders goalkeepers we all have you know everybody wants to, to go on and play for Roscommon when they, when, they, when they get the bug of playing football for their club if they can so um it's it's only good for Scotland to see the minor team being so successful this year. Even though they didn't win the Connor final, it was nearly as good as the Connor final because they, they they beat Mayo, beat Galway, came back from eleven points down, were unlucky. They came up against a really good Sligo team. People don't realise how good Sligo Sligo were. They ran Mead very close in the semi final in the end, and uh, Roscommon Miners were a credit under twenty team as well. And all those great performances like in Sligo, Leitrim, Mayo, the kind of final in the semi-final against Down and, uh, you know, the final against Offaly where if we got even one or two of those goals in early on, I think we probably could have won that game, you know. Just the three goal chances, we didn't get any of those and that would have been a great boost for us. But as you said, every youngster and, and it's the same for the girls growing up there's great lady player, uh, ladies team in Roscommon and like Ginny Higgins Laura Fleming all those players are, are you know they're encouraging young girls to go on and play for Roscommon in the ladies uh, football as well and, and there's great club football happening in the ladies great see these Ashley Hanley there is an amazing player from Kilbride Aiden. we saw her last year playing for Kilbride she's a great player for Roscommon so it's the same for the boys and the girls Aiden. they all need leaders role models and 
the more successful that your county teams are, obviously, it's even more encouraging for the players growing up. And when you look at that ladies' team, you know the way that the way the teams are now. Um, you know the the growth, the growth in ladies' football in Roscommon, both the club level and for the county team, is huge. I mean, there, there's like there's academies now, and players. There are some players that are playing minor and senior uh, for the Roscommon ladies, and indeed at their clubs as well. And it's great to see how popular the ladies' game has become in Roscommon as well. And you know that could, that can be only great for the future. Yeah. And it's a very attractive game, Aidan. We saw games last year, and the games are like there's less, uh, if you like, pulling and dragging in, in the ladies' game than there is in the men's game. You know, especially at the at the higher level, and it's a very uh, fast moving game. And I think I, I like the way that you can pick the ball off the ground in the ladies' game. I think it I think it speeds the game up a lot, and um, I think it makes it easier really as well. So I think there's lots that the men's game can take from the ladies' game. The free flowing. Uh, football that you see the pick up I think you know I know I've said it already I think it's a great uh, innovation and it, I think I know there's traditionalists in, in men's game would like to keep the pick up which is a skill as well as it's an art and probably will stay but uh, yeah the ladies game you, you look at that great Cork team that was there for years Dublin is there now and even that day we were Excuse me, we were in Crow Park for the, the Roscommon Offaly game. We stayed on for the Mead Cork semi final, and Cork were leading by six points with time almost up, and Mead got two goals. It was a great, great finish. Yeah, so, um, yeah, as I said, Aidan, role models are so important in, 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 in football, it's in sport, in any sport for that matter. But you made a point there a few minutes ago about back in the 1930s, Roscommon players. There, would, there wouldn't have been any ladies football back then um, unfortunately it's great to see the, the advancements that's made since and Roscommon ladies have a great history winning the All-Ireland in 1978 losing the final in 77 but back in 1939 uh, most guys in Roscommon wouldn't have been allowed to play soccer or rugby because the ban was in you know if you played soccer yeah. or rugby that back that time you would be banned from playing Gaelic football and that ban lasted until 1972 or 71 72 I think it was so but you see Roscommon it's a football mad county it's a hurling mad county as well in the areas that play hurling it's a GA county and it's developing a good soccer it has developed a good soccer league it has developed good rugby with Craigs there and with other sports coming in which is good as well people need the options of playing other sports and tennis is a good sport all of these sports that's been promoted like Roscommon Sports Partnership do great work promoting water sports tennis other sports and these are great sports and the great thing about sport is Aidan players and youngsters should be allowed to sample sport and say yeah this is the sport for me it could be middle distance running it could be kayaking it could be mountaineering it could be rugby Gaelic football or soccer hurling there's so many options out there which is great now it could be boxing we see for Rourke there cycling with Rachel Timothy and and I think it's about finding the right sport for the for the for the youngster. It's like a musical instrument, Aidan. You might be exposed to the trumpet, you might be exposed to piano, guitar, tin whistle, drums, and you might say, I've tried them all, but trumpet is my favourite instrument, brass, and that's what I want to do because that's where that's where I feel my talent lies. And sport is the same thing. And Gaelic football and hurling dominated in Roscommon for so long, and it still dominates, and it always probably will, and it's a great thing that it does but I think it's a good thing to give youngsters the option to try out other sports to see if they've got a unique skill in that area that they could hone and develop and maybe go forward into the Olympic Games who knows you know but Gaelic football and hurling Aidan will always be strong in Roscommon yeah and that that's it and I suppose 
you know that that's it, it was great and like I said there that's what defined um, you know the, that minor team of 39 did did pave the way for future minor minor teams and you know that that was a, that was great to see them winning the All Ireland semi final and then uh, paving the way then for the All Ireland final against what would have been a very good uh, Monaghan team as well. Yeah, and Monaghan were in the final. Um, like uh, Monaghan, have, I don't think I've ever won an All Ireland in in any grade, if I'm not mistaken. They've never won a senior, minor or under-21 All-Ireland final, which is it's a pity because Monaghan are a great football and county as well, you know, like Roscommon. And they've got a small population. They're plucky, you know, the word we used a moment ago. They fight against the odds all the time. You know, they've they've a small pick and they produce great players like the Conor McManuses, Kieran and Darren Hughes, you know, Rory Began. They've got great footballers, Desi Moan, they had uh, Rory Woods for years there as well and the, the Wileys, Ryan and uh, Riley. They've great players and you'd like to see a counter like Monaghan win. they sort of like being, you know, they, they come and win an Ulster Championship every few years but Donegal, Tyrone, Armagh, these counties seem to have more about them and uh, Monaghan have never really made the breakthrough as such at the, at the highest level but in that final Aidan that final as I said earlier it was again refereed by P. Ratty of Mead he refereed the Roscommon semi-final against Cork it was a precursor or the curtain raiser to the All-Ireland senior final of 1939 on the 27th of September that year which uh, Kerry beat Mead by two points so in the minor final Roscommon beat Monaghan by 1-9 one, one to 1-7 and they had to come from behind uh, with 10 minutes to go to win it so there was a great rally by Roscommon again Joseph Tiernan Aidan was the hero of the hour he scored seven frees uh, Kilduff got the goal and Bambrick and Cox scored two points and so I'll just give you the Roscommon team uh, before we talk about them so Sean Nocton was in goals again Larry Cummins Bill Carlis and Des Boyd was the full back line T Cox uh, Liam Kilmartin and Phelan Murray was the half back line Seamus Lavin and Michael Lynch midfield then Charles Byrne uh, was um, you ha- was right half forward Joe Tiernan at centre forward and T McDermott left half forward right foot forward Joe Bambrick full forward um, Jay Kilduff and Kevin and Henry Winston was left full forward and the sub that came on was L Penny came on for Winston Winston got injured Kevin Winston and L yeah. Penny came on and I'd say Winston was from Ballinlock I think out that country but I think he played for he might have played in Tarman as well but he was I think he was from Ballinlock so he was supposed to be a, a tremendous footballer so L Penny came on for for um for Winston, who was injured. So the final itself, Aidan, both teams in their first ever final. Roscommon showed fighting spirit in coming back. Monaghan led by five points at half time. So the scoring was uh, first point of the game was Roscommon free by Joe Tiernan to make it a point to no score. Then McCarney scored a point for Monaghan to level it one, one apiece. Tiernan with another free to make it 2 1. Then Carlos and Cummins did well in Roscommon's defence um, to block off a Monaghan chance. And then Nocton saved a goal chance, the goalkeeper. So Roscommon were under a lot of pressure in their defence that day in the early stages. And then Monaghan got a goal by McCormack after Woods passed to him. So Monaghan went into the lead, Aidan, by 1 2 to. to to uh, 1 1 to 2 points, and then Woods scored a point for Monaghan to make it 1 2 to 2 points. And then Monaghan, Monaghan's turn uh, for being under pressure, their defence was under pressure, but they were sturdy and did a guy called King playing at centre half back, who was supposed to be a tremendous player. He did a lot of good defensive work for Monaghan that day. And then McCormick and McCarney got more points, two more points for Monaghan to make it 1 4 to 2 points. Tiernan got a point to make it three points to 1-4 and McCarney got another free from Monaghan to make it 1-5 to three points to Monaghan at half time Aiden. and like five points is a great lead at half time and Roscommon 
trailed Monaghan by five points and it didn't look good for them at that stage. And at, at half time, was there any positional switches made? No, Aidan. Again, there was no changes. Just in the second half, Kevin Winston got injured and Penny came on, L. Penny came on for, uh, for maybe Liam Penny might have been his name, for, for Winston. So again, that to start and finish with the same 15, unless somebody was badly injured, you know, had to be taken off. So on, on the resumption then, Aidan, Monaghan just took off again. That uh, McKenna uh, got a point and then a guy called James McGough got a point. So now Monaghan were leading 1-7 to 3 points. So that was an incredible lead, like the seven points ahead. Yeah. And then Joe Tiernan stepped up. He scored three free, frees in a row to make it 1-7 to six points. So Roscommon now showed the fighting spirit that that, uh, that um, brought them the victory in the end. And they almost had a goal, but Farrell, the Monaghan goalkeeper, saved to keep it 1-7 to six points. And then Winston got injured and Penny came on. So it'll be a nice little history project for you in Roscommon Town to see who was the penny that played for Roscommon in 1939. I'm nearly certain he was from Roscommon Town because it's a good Roscommon Town name, isn't it, Aidan? It's great. Like Benji That's Penny right. played for Roscommon for years, played for Roscommon Gales for years. Good player. That's right, and I, I think that's uh, that's something we could do actually, uh, Ray. That maybe the pe- people out there now that are listening, um, you know, if if anyone wants to have a look at that, or even even I can do it as well. But if anyone that's kind of into Roscommon GA, going back as far as that, you know, if they wanted to, if they wanted to have a look into that, and maybe you know, text or ring in during the, you know, and let us know, and we we could mention it in our GA slot every week that we have on uh, Friday Friday. Friday uh, on Friday sports, you know that would be great, wouldn't it? Absolutely, if we could find out who El Penny was, there's Pennies there in Roscommon, Benji Penny, and there's probably Pennies in Roscommon uh, still. It's a great Roscommon name, and and hopefully somebody will be able to unearth, um, uh, tell us more about that that man that won an All Ireland for Roscommon back in 1939. But then Aidan Roscommon had brought it back, you know, to one six, one six to se- uh, one seven to six points, and uh, Monaghan were now feeling pressure, and then Kilduff got a goal for Roscommon to make it 1-7 to 1-6 so Roscommon had come from 1-7 to 3 points behind to 1-7 to 1-6 and Kilduff got it and I'd say Kilduff might have been a St Dominic's and a Crockery man Aidan it's a great name out that, that area Kilduff you know Paddy Kilduff the former councillor and all that you know um, so that made it 1-7 to 1-6 he, he took a he got a ball from a free and he scored and then um Tiernan missed a free to bring it level. You know, he was kicking everything, but he just missed one. Uh, and uh, Monon cleared it. So Monon kept uh, in the lead by a point. But then Tiernan made amends. He made it level 1-7 to 1-7. And then um, Tiernan put Roscommon ahead in the closing stages, 1-8 to 1-7. And then Cox, T. Cox, added a point to make it 1-9 to 1-7. So Roscommon Aiden, would you believe this, scored 1-6 without reply in the last 20 minutes to beat Monaghan in the final is an incredible comeback you know they scored nine points without reply trailing by you know trailing by seven points and to win by two what a performance by the Roscommon team trained and managed by Dan O'Rourke brought that professionalism brought that enthusiasm to the team and these guys went on to, to uh, win the Tom Markham Cup for the first time Roscommon's first ever All-Ireland any grade Aiden winning by 1-9 to 1-7 and the hero of the hour was Joe Tiernan who scored seven points well, that's uh, that, that's great as well. And I suppose really looking at that minor team as well, how many of those players or what players from that team 
or even either the panel or just that starting 15 in the kind of minor football final, the kind of, or the All Ireland semi final or final that actually went on to play for play senior for Scotland. Well, Larry Cummins was right full back for Scotland at 39. He he was in 43, 44 team. Uh, Bill Carlis, Des Boyd was on the was was there thereabouts in 43, 44. Then you had uh, Phelan Murray. You had. Um, uh, Kevin Winston was on the Wisconsin team, senior teams in the early forties as well. So, like you had, you had a fair, you know, chunk of whack of players that played in later on. Of course, Liam Kilmartin was the main man, wasn't he? Midfielder in the in forty three, forty four, um, was a great player, and he would have been he would have turned one hundred eight in June of this year, June twenty twenty one. He was born in June nineteen twenty one. So it's nice, as I said earlier at the beginning of the program, it's nice to remember these men because twenty twenty one is the centenary of the birth of most of those players you know they, they would have been amazing. I think maybe that's the thing we, we can do you know is do like 150th anniversary or 100 year anniversary of teams winning or you know players that have you know that are 100 or whatever you know that'll be a nice thing to uh, celebrate their, their, their team's memory or certain players memories absolutely and like last week we, we celebrated Roscommon's Connacht final win of 1961 which is 60 years ago this year and uh, in, the, in the coming weeks we'll, we'll do the All-Ireland All Minor final of 1941 which is 80 years this year and the final of 51, which is 70 years this year. So we'll, we'll mark those uh, key um, you know, milestones, Aidan, in the coming weeks, hopefully. That's great. So that's, uh, I think that's something that, uh, that all Roscommon GA fans can look forward to and all listeners uh, to Ross FM can uh, can look forward to. And it is nice for anyone that's, whether no matter what generation you're from, it is kind of nice to look back. I, I think, you know, to appreciate what we have now, it's nice to see, you know, what happened back then as well, you know, so you can, it's, it's a cultural thing, you know, just to give us a guideline of, uh, to see, look back at the history of Roscommon GAA to, so we can appreciate how things have progressed. Exactly, and, and you know another thing, Ed, you know the often said phrase that we're standing on the shoulders of giants, and if Roscommon is successful in, the, in, 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 in the coming years, or even this year as the success of the 2020 uh, or the 2021 team, every generation of Roscommon player that plays from now on, they're standing on the shoulders of giants because those, those players that played in 1939, 43-44, they were the men, the trailblazers. They were the boys that won All-Irelands and gave the belief and instilled belief in, in Roscommon uh, teams for future generations. They also instilled the enthusiasm and the excitement in the fans and the supporters all over Roscommon. Because of Roscommon, as we see today, it's a football fanatical county. Our supporters are some of the best in Ireland. We're you know, totally fanatic about football. And the reason is because of those guys that went before us in the 1930s and 40s and 50s that won those All-Irelands and created such uh, an interest among our forefathers and our relations and ancestors that's gone before us. So people might say, well, why look at the teams of the 30s or 40s? Well, these are our forefathers. These are our founding fathers in success in football aid and in Roscommon. And they're the men that uh, built what is Roscommon football today. You know, they are, like, yeah. and, and they, they, uh, the, the, the guys who came after them, the Jerry O'Malley's, the Dermot Earley's, the Tony McManus's, the Frankie Dolan's, the Inda Smith's, you know, the Adam McDermott's, 
they're standing on the shoulders of the Larry Cummins, the Liam Gilmartins, the Jimmy Murrays, the Joe Bambricks, the Lee, Joe Tiernan's. All of these guys are, it's like uh, without those links in the chain, we wouldn't have yeah. the chain today. You know what? I think it's so important to look back and remember those brilliant people in, in the early days that, that created what we know today to be Roscommon football and Dan O'Rourke as well. What a great man, Aidan. Like, you know, he, then you had yeah. Donald Keenan, Jimmy Murray, all these legends. They're just part of, of our um, history and our football and fabric in Roscommon and in, in Connacht and in Ireland even. So it's, it's lovely to remember them and look back on their achievements and see what they've done. And for our current players to look back and say, yeah, we can do it because these guys did it. We could, if they did it, we can do it. They showed us the way, you know, they ploughed the furrow. And um, it's just nice to, to recall uh, those heroics of the Roscommon team of 39 and coming back from seven points down in an All-Ireland minor final, Aiden, the first ever All-Ireland yeah. minor final, and beat Monaghan by two points. What an achievement, you know, and, and you have to salute those guys. And really, when you when you look back as well, you you know as w- w- you interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, Danny Burke from Castlery, what a legend of football he was. Obviously, you were saying like he, he was a selector uh, for Roscommon and uh, for the Roscommon senior team in 1980. You know, and he, even at club level as well, he, he did great things as well. So, but not alone that. But there are listeners that are listening to this uh, this show now, and I mean maybe some of those some people that are tuned in now they could be from that generation back in the 1940s or 1950s that might have been at some of these games or maybe even later on maybe might have watched them on TV and they might have specific memories of, of certain games as well so it's nice that I think that's the importance of something like a show like this that's uh, you know a match that we discuss or maybe a certain incident in a certain game can trigger memories be it happy or sad or whatever but it's important to kind of remember these games you know because you know these are these are this is kind of a show that can because we discuss show because we discuss certain matches it brings back good memories and I think it's nice to for them to think back to you know those that that generation or that team and a specific match or specific players yeah absolutely and I couldn't agree more with you and hopefully there are listeners out there that that will enjoy this show that that will trigger memories of they mightn't have been around to watch that final but they might have known you know the Bill Carlises and Larry Cummins and the the Liam Gilmartins and, and you know Joe Tiernan's you know in, in later life because most of those men like for example Bill Liam Gilmartin only died in 2019 um, so a lot of those players would have lived right you know they would have lived long lives Aiden, you know yeah. uh, and uh, probably went to their eternal reward in the 90s or the noughties you know some, a lot of them so they would have been well known people in, in their own areas you know so and um, but uh, as I said they, they, they brought great honour to Roscommon they won the kind of final on the 1st of August 1939 beating Mayo then they won the semi-final against Cork on the 13th of August 1939 beating Cork in Crow Park and uh, Kerry beat Mayo the same day in the semi-final and senior and then on the 27th of September 1939 Aidan Roscommon beat Monaghan by 1-9 to 1-7 and if you look at between between the semi-final and the final the whole world had changed World War yeah. One had broken out on the 1st of September 1939 so it's amazing like those people they lived through uncertain times as well they didn't know what was going to happen you know because they didn't know whether there would be another All-Ireland final if you know if the Germans yeah. won the war and took over Ireland Gaelic football might have been wiped out you know you just don't know yeah. so the whole world had changed from the Connacht final and semi-final to the final World War Two had broken out which is unbelievable like you know and looking you know fortunately Ireland escaped the brunt of that war 
But uh, those players didn't know that. And I'm sure they would have been conscious when they played that All-Ireland final on the 27th of September 1939. They didn't know whether they would play another match even or another All-Ireland or another game for Roscommon because certainly if the Nazis had won the war, Aidan, you couldn't imagine them allowing Gaelic football to continue. I'd be, I'd be surprised anyway if they did, you know, but it was lucky that the Allies did win that war and freedom uh, was, was maintained and we're, we, we have the benefit of it today. And I think when you look at it as well, um, with all that was going on around the world, you know, with World War Two, like you just said there, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really a, an easy time for the people of Ireland or the people of of any other country around Europe or indeed around the world. So I think uh, maybe you know, Gaelic Gaelic football was certainly locally, but also nationally and internationally, I suppose, sport in generally, but in general, but more specifically, Gaelic because it's we're in Roscommon. I think. Gaelic football and how the Roscommon teams got on in the, you know, that year and then following years during the war, it was kind of, I suppose Gaelic football was an escapism for both the players and the managers and also the supporters and, you know, people all around Ireland who were supporting their others, you know, and I think that's kind of, uh, that was the important thing about sport and that's what sport did, this kind of took people's minds away from, from from all the bad things that were happening due to the war. You know, that that's seventy minutes. For that seventy minutes people's minds were taken away, were taken off the bad things and they were they, they had that to look forward to every week. It's exactly it. and and it's it's no different today because sport is a diversion. It's a necessary diversion for people because like work is work, you know, people people work hard out there and a lot of work is laborious. It's hard work. You know, it's not enjoyable for a lot of people. And there are people lucky enough to have work that's really enjoyable. But sport is what gives that enjoyment, that uh, joy, when you know, re- re- relaxation, you know, that's what it's about. And, and it's a great diversion. And sport is so important, as is music and socialising and, and all of those things. It's, 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 what, it's what makes life worthwhile you know it, it's so important like you know and, um, obviously it's one aspect of life but there's more important things to life like family and education and work they're all more important than than, than sport because without those it's it's it's, it's um, it, you know their necessities but sport is a is an option and it's a necessary it's a it's a it's a diversion and it brings joy to people it, it as you said escape i would it's it's a diversionary uh, escape but a good escape uh, to exercise the body if you're playing, exercise your uh, supporting, if you like, pro-S, if you're a supporter, a fan, getting away, travelling away for the day, meeting your friends. It's about human connection as well, Aidan, as I said before, yeah. bringing people together from all over Roscommon. Like, we know people from all over Roscommon through football, from Ballyfarn and down to Shannon Bridge, over from Balladreen to Tarman Barry. People in Roscommon know each other because of the football. Know, and you know a person by their club. He's from Dominic's, he's from Pierce's. He's from Joseph's, he's from Aerog, he's from Davies. That's the way you sort of low a player or a person, rather than, oh, he's from Ballinock or Tock McConnell or Bally Ford or whatever, like, which is a nice thing. I think people are identified by their clubs, really. But as you said, sport is such an important um, pastime and hobby for both supporters and for players and for administrators because it's a great outlet for people to take their minds off the harsh realities of life, you know, work and everything else that goes with it. And uh, it's, it's just a brilliant thing. But do you think, Aidan, back in 1939, 
life was tough, obviously, for people because they didn't have great modes of transport. They didn't have a lot of money. There was scarcity during the war. But you talk to people who lived during those times, Aidan, and they said that they, they were great times, that they enjoyed life. You know what I mean? They didn't have a lot, but they had great friendships. They had great um, sporting activities, great social life. You know, people met up at the weekends. And Ireland, uh, people lived in rural areas. A lot of people were self-sufficient, had their own potatoes and vegetables and the cattle and whatnot. You know, so people were poor, but Aidan, they were probably happy. You know, I, I hear a lot of people saying they were happy, even though times were very, very tough. And unfortunately, around that time as well, you had... Um, well, up to that point, you would have had a lot of immigration. But when the war came in, people stopped immigrating. And then after the war, people started immigrating again. So, so uh, yeah, it was tough times. But people said they were happy at that time as well. They had enough aid to, to get by with. And uh, by and large, I know poverty was a big problem in Ireland at that stage as well. But at the same time, the GA and football and hurling aid, as you said, it was a great way of getting away from the hardships of life. And I, I think there's there's another thing, and I'm sure you'll agree with me on that. Someone we have to give appreciation to, and we get we got great feedback. We, you and I have been doing a, 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 a we've done a lot of these uh, Roscommon GA memories, covered a lot of matches, and uh, but there's one man that has uh, listened to most of our uh, podcasts, our Roscommon GA memories, and like he mentioned it to us there a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he's very enthusiastic about the job that we do on this show, and that's uh, Seamus uh, Seamus Duke. He's been given he's been given us great feedback on the show and I think is he, he was saying that he enjoys it so I suppose for myself, myself and yourself I think it'd be nice to thank him for his encouragement and uh, and his support on, for doing the show. Absolutely, thank Seamus for his support and uh, I suppose you have to pay tribute to Seamus, he's, a, he's been a great uh, broadcaster and journalist in Roscommon Sporting Circles Aiden, for, I'd say the guts of 40 years now, you know, 35, 40, he's been with, with, with you know with, has served Roscommon Sport and, and, and media tremendously well over that time and and he's now you know still he's manager now of, of, of Ross FM he's with Roscommon people he's, with, he's doing you know commentary still and being a great commentator so you have to hand it to Seamus in that he's had a great career and he's still going strong as a, as a, as a, a great uh, broadcaster and journalist and in Roscommon serving the people of Roscommon and the wider area uh, with, with his great um, journalistic uh, talent uh, for many decades that's it, and uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's been a very good Roscommon GA memories. We've covered a lot there to see it in today's show. There, we've not only covered uh, the kind of final, but the semi final and final. And I think it's it's good to kind of you know follow on from the kind of final right through to the All Ireland final. Uh, you know, when a team does well, and uh, it just gives them. It just gives people, uh, you know, a follow-on of how they got on that particular season. So, uh, yeah, it was nice to cover all three games, and I'm sure, and I'd like, I'd like to think, and I'm sure you'd like to think that, uh, you know, today would have brought back a lot of uh, a lot of great memories for a lot of people because I know, like, there's people of all generations that uh, would be listening to those podcasts. You know, people that are are huge for common supporters. So, uh, you know, I suppose it's like we're doing our small bit for for worst common fans. Um, to be able to, you know, not not just look back at recent years, but uh, back as far back as 1939, and uh, you know, it's it's something you and I enjoy doing every week. Yeah, it's great to look back at the at the at the memories, Aidan, You know, and the footballers that went back in the in the thirties and forties, and you know, behind, back before us. And as I said, if Roscommon are successful, 
were standing on the shoulders of giants and the giants were in the 30s with that team in 39, 40s, you know, 50s, 60s. There's been giants in Roscommon football in every decade, Aidan, and every generation of Roscommon footballer um, is standing on the sh- those shoulders and uh, we're, we're looking back at those shoulders now, I suppose, in those shows and a uh, uh, lot of those people have, uh, all of that team, I'd say, in 39 have gone to their, their, their reward, Aidan, so it's nice to keep their memory alive and they were so important to in the history of Roscommon football they're the, found, they're the founding foundation, the founders of the you know Roscommon success in and uh, the cornerstone of what we know today is Roscommon football. You know, and uh, great to, to to look back on the 39 All Ireland minor winning team, and particularly look at the matches of the Connacht final in 39, the semi final against Cork, and the final against Monaghan, where they came from seven points behind. So it's a good example and a great encouragement and inspiration to current Roscommon players to, to know that Roscommon minor team in 1939 were losing by seven points in 10 minutes into the second half in the Alerta minor final against Monaghan and they came back and won by two that's an amazing uh, um, amazing story Eden. that's it and it's good to, it's good to and I think that's another thing that's our role as well to ensure that you know the Jimmy Murray's and uh, you know the players that we mentioned there in today's show you know that their that their names live on and, and what they did um, you know their memories live on, and uh, what they achieved lives on. Because uh, you know, I think it's good to keep them, to keep those people in uh, GA folklore, and keep them in the in people's memories, and ensure that they're not forgotten. Absolutely. So, uh, that's, that's grand, Ray. So, um, is there anything else you'd like to say? Yes, if anybody in Roscommon knows who L. Penny was, let us know. We'd like to know who L. Penny came on and won, play, played in the Alarda Minor final of 1939. And uh, hopefully we might do a bit of investigative work, Aidan, in the next while about that. <laughs> That's right, and I mean, if anyone wants to contribute to that, uh, just ring in, just uh, email, just email Friday Sport on Ross FM as uh, at mail dot com, and uh, we we will certainly mention it on uh, on the coming in the coming.